Hey everyone, welcome to episode 206, Pretend Parenting. Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to lesson. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. So we got the peace going on. Last week we talked about percentage parenting and this week we're talking about pretend parenting. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about all of you creating this amazing episode because everything we're doing as a parent, we're just making up as we go. There is no rule book. There is no right or wrong way to do it. There's ways that feel right and there's ways that feel wrong. And so it's a lot of following your gut. It's a lot of prayer. It's a lot of holding the space for ourselves as well as for our kids. It's a lot of reparenting ourselves through the process. And in the end, it's all made up in our head. It's all imaginative. We make our own rubric of what's considered good versus quote unquote bad. So we get to give our own report card. That's part of becoming an adult. We are in charge, which is awesome and also terrifying. So the reason why I said you all created it is because a couple of days ago, I said, what is a bizarre rule that you had growing up that you had to follow because you were living within your four walls? So I shared some of mine that were like, I am the youngest of three. And my oldest sister had the weirdest rules ever. Like she couldn't say underwear. She had to say panties. Like what? She couldn't watch Three's Company, which is one of my favorite shows. Uh, No TVs in the room, obviously. She wasn't allowed to have a Rubik's Cube. (laughs) Like what? And so some of the weird ones that I had, oh, they also, they weren't also allowed to have, um any type of name brands whatsoever. And I was very, very shunned away from name brands because quote unquote, we don't follow the trends, Kelly. I wasn't allowed to have a Cabbage Patch doll because we don't follow the trends. We don't follow the next big thing just because the name brand. I had to get a pair of, I wanted a pair of Reebok high tops so badly and my mom would only get me Stadia high tops from Kinney Shoes. I think I've told you this before. So I... This is me in sixth grade, like 12 years old, turning 13. Like that's Grady's age. Or maybe I'm 11 turning 12. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm 11 turning 12 in sixth grade. 1980, no, 1981? No, 1986 and 87. Because ironically, the year I was born, whatever the year is, that's what grade I was in. So like 1988, I was in eighth grade. 1980, I was going to say 1981, I was in first grade. So that just happened to be that way. So that's how I was always how I know what grade I was in based on the year. Actually, that's how I, that's always how I know what grade I was in based on the year. And I was in sixth grade, 11 turning 12. And I took those stadia high tops, whited out the word stadia and penciled in the word Reebok. Or maybe I did blue ball point pen because Reebok was written in blue. Like what? We weren't allowed to guess jeans, Jordache jeans, Vidal Sassone, I think that was a, a brand. My mom said I was invited to a Cabbage Patch doll party. She said she was so offended by the invitation, she sent me with a teddy bear. 
I'm like, what is wrong? What is wrong with getting a Cabbage Patch doll? So when the kids got their first phone, I got they got the the cheapo flip phone, and I was like, we don't follow trends. <laughs> I blame grandma. So those are just some that I can think of. I could probably think of a hundred more. And then you all came and delivered such good ones. I I was literally howling with laughter. Christine was not allowed to hang out in parks. Mary Kay wasn't allowed to wear jeans in public. High school. Rick, he had to tuck his shirt tails in and also no swimming 30 minutes after eating or we'd have cramps and die a certain death. Weren't you all? I was told that too about not so much dying, but you just couldn't go swimming 30 minutes after eating. But no one ever questioned why. Catherine said we couldn't wear leggings around friends who are boys. Amanda said we were not allowed to say, I don't even like this word, so... <laughs> F-A-R-T. It was the F word in our house. And I'm kind of the same way now, so I kind of get that one. When I shared my Cabbage Patch story, Sun Spring Sunshine said, we weren't allowed to have the word Coke written on our shirt as we don't pay to advertise. <laughs> Lorraine said, I always wanted to guess jeans with the triangle logo. I had a knockoff acid wash pair. I cut off the tag so I could lie and say the tag fell off. Oh, that's genius, Lorraine. Shelly says, don't turn on the light in the car or the parents would get pulled over. Danielle had the rule of don't take a shower when it's raining. And the reason why I'm sharing all of these is because you probably have a hundred of them too when you look back like, what? But when you're a kid, you don't even think twice about it. You're like, oh, that's just the rule. We don't do, we don't follow trends. We don't get Cabbage Patch dolls. We don't wear Jordache jeans. Nanette says, don't go to bed with your hair wet or it'll make you sick. When we're out playing, we had to be home before dark or the police would come pick us up. <laughs> Kathia says, never watch a dog while it goes number two or you'll go blind. I couldn't wear clogged shoes because I'd break my ankles. <laughs> Natalie says, don't talk on the phone in the rain or you'll become electrocuted through the phone lines. Heather says, when I was at my aunt's house, we couldn't say, oh my gosh, because it was still close to saying the Lord's name. Kara says, we don't talk about what's bothering us. Ooh, that's a big one. I bet it's hard for her now. And sometimes we were taught as kids, keep it zipped up. If it ain't a happy emotion, keep it in. Go stuff it. Go sit in your room. Matt says, no one was allowed in our living room. No one until I turned 13. We were only allowed guests in the living room. Jen had to pick up acorns in her yard with her brother, and then he would walk in the grass barefoot to feel if any that we missed. We had a huge yard. It would take hours of my time. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Jackie, this is funny. When we got grounded, we were grounded out of the carpeted areas of the house, mainly the living room with the TV and Nintendo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sometimes I would say for the kids when they were little and they were drinking a, some type of juice or a popsicle, then I'd say, keep it on the tile. But grounded to the not in the carpeted areas, Brian had a strict curfew. Crystal said she couldn't date until she was 16. That it had to be a double date. Laura wasn't allowed to go in her own refrigerator unless she asked for permission. Oh, and a lot of people agreed with that one. Christine said, even as toddlers, we knew never to put our hands on the car windows. If you saw any of my father's car, even today you'd understand they are still immaculate. In his 70s, he's still washing his cars multiple times per week, no handprints. I kind of feel that because I got a new car. Well, it's a used car, but it's new to me. And I am washing that thing like it's nobody's business. I joined a car wash membership where I can go as many times as I want in a month. And I feel like I have to make my money. And it was only like $25 a month. And if you go one two times, it pays for itself. So I'm going like more often than I like to admit. I hope they don't keep a log there. 
She also said, my dad wouldn't let us eat dinner rolls at a restaurant if we ordered a sandwich or a burger. He said the bread basket was for the people that ordered real dinner meals. We tease him about that today. Oh, another thing, my dad, this just dawned on me. This is Kelly talking now. My dad did not want tall glasses at the table because if you have tall glasses, then they're going to spill. So of course we don't have tall glasses. And so still to this day, if we have, oh geez, watch out for the tall glasses. Lenny's here. That's my dad's name. Kelly says, clean your plate, finish all your dinner. Talk about not being, a, a lot of us were taught that and then we don't listen to our bodies when we're adults. We're like, we have to finish, we have to finish, we have to finish. So there's a sense of like brainwashing and conditioning and brainwashing not in a culty way, but like we didn't even think twice about it because that's just the way it was. And you can see when you see up, when you see everything in your own childhood was technically made up along the way, then you can see how you're making it up along the way as you go now. No answering the phone dinner during dinner. I wasn't, sun, Spring Sunshine also said, I wasn't allowed to talk to anyone on the phone because that's how to get pregnant. Another Kelly says, we weren't allowed to have drinks at the table because too much spillage. So much drinks were, so many drinks were banned. Oh, I feel that one. Jessica said, we all had TVs in our room, but we weren't allowed to turn them on. I go, what was the point? She said, I grew up on a farm. Couldn't get my ears pierced till I was 16. I couldn't say the word, Melody says, I couldn't say the word lie. I had to say fib. No touching the walls, no playing in the dirt. Susan said, my feet had to be cleaned even before going out. I had to wash. I always had to wear fresh underwear. My mom's used to say, in case we ever got in an accident. <laughs> Talk about the fear of God that must put in a child. Go put on clean underwear in case you get in an accident. And you're thinking, wait, I'm going to get in an accident today? It's kind of like the prayer we used to say as kids. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And if I die before I wake, like what? We just said that so routinely. I know they've changed it since, but like, you're not even thinking about death. You're like, wait, I'm going to die in my sleep? Like, what? This is crazy making. Steffi was not allowed to have any two pieces until she was 18 because no one needs to see your tiny body. Janine had to wear shoes or you'll get ringworm. Kate's mom said at one point, she, her mom said the TV was evil and no more TV. Then the NBA finals started and she realized evil would have to stay or she would really see craziness. She's also told you always have to look down while you're walking to look for snakes. Like how often are you walking and a snake just slithers by you? Like, but in a little kid's mind, they're probably like, oh, I guess snakes are everywhere. Crystal said, don't write on the windows in the vehicle with your finger, AKA foggy windows. Can't swim thir for 30 minutes after eating. Don't sit on cold cement or you'll get hemorrhoids. And then Melissa says, I had the same rule too. No going to the beach until the floors were mopped, says Tiffany. Melissa, no chewing with your mouth open and finish what's in your mouth before speaking. Oh man, I still push that one. Don't sit on hot surfaces or you'll get a UTI. Nikki's mom said, don't leave the dinner table until you finished everything on your plate. Nicole's mom said, stay away from your windows. Turn off TV during a lightning storm. Wait 30 minutes after eating to go swimming. And Adrian was told to always get off the phone when there's a storm or you could be electrocuted. Okay, that is just a few of them. There are so many more. And I know you're thinking of one right now, or you're thinking of 10 right now. And so it's kind of nice to look back on our own childhood with a lot of light and fluffy energy of like, we just took it as fact. And that's just the way it was. Like in our house, we were told to live, love, laugh. We weren't told it, but it was like, we probably had about 75 signs and tchotchkes that said live, love, laugh on there. So I just thought every house did. And so as your kids get older, they'll realize like, oh, I'm the same this way and I'm different this way. And different doesn't mean bad. There will be comparison and that's okay. Because when your parent, when your kids go to do the compare and despair, then you just come back to different doesn't mean bad. 
That's fascinating how they do it in their house. We do it differently in this house. Sometimes they'll come back and say, whoa, that was crazy making. Or they'll be like, or they'll come back from another house and say, whoa, they have it so much better because of X, Y, Z. So in those moments, just settle in that we're all making it up as we go along. I am, you are, our parents did. And when we can look at our childhood with our grown-up eyes and be like, whoa, that was, I was super impressionable. And this is how I understood it. And then if you have siblings, talk to your siblings and they understood it a completely different way. Just know that we're all making it up. We're all trying our best. Your parents tried their best. They met up their own rubric. They were working from unconscious ego and they were working from their own childhood wounds. But now when we know better, we do better. And remember, it takes 10,000 hours to master a skill. So whatever you're trying to master, give yourself grace and compassion. Because if my kids are only 15 and 12, then I'm only been a parent for 15% of their entire life. 15%. I've had 15 years to practice and it's still hard. And how you raise a firstborn, how you raise a secondborn, how you raise a thirdborn, how you raise a boy versus a girl, girl versus a boy, temperament, all different. So there isn't a cookie cutter way of parenting, just like there's not, there wasn't a cookie way of teaching when I was in the schools, which is the beauty of it all. It's not something to be scared, scared about, but we're so used to being told what to do because the little girl or the little boy lives inside of us. So we're so ready for someone to tell us what to do. Like Kelly, tell me what to do. And I'm telling you just to do the opposite. I don't want to tell you what to do. I want you to dig within yourself because the answers are already within yourself. But when we step into emotional adulthood, it's very scary because we have to use our own voice and we have to learn how to learn to listen to that voice, that inner wisdom that's already there and tapping into that. My only job on our podcast is to unlock that for you, to give you the key. And then the magic comes after that. Just like teachers, they're all given the same curriculum. And how one teacher does it isn't the right way over another teacher. They all add their own spice, their own flair, their own temperament, their own creativity. And no one knows your child more than you because you're connected, you're connected at the heart and soul level. So remember that they're trying to figure out this life thing just like we are. Then that will allow you to tap into so much more patience, so much more grace. You can still address the misbehavior or the lack of manners or the burping at the table without saying, excuse me, you can still address it. It's just the energy in which you address it with is much softer and calmer and more patient. So remember that give yourself grace, give yourself compassion. Cause when you give it to yourself first, you can give it to your kids second, and then you can have more harmony in the home. I love you guys. And I'll talk next week. Bye-bye. Hey mamas. Thanks for listening. If you had any ahas clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really wanna fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, What was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening? I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.